Beyond the Bottom Line, where coffee meets community. You know, this talk just as easily could have been titled, Can a Business Be Successful Focusing on Quality, Community, and Sustainability Instead of Bottom Line Profits? That would have been a really exciting title that I'm sure you all would have flocked here to hear. You know, as Johnny said, I'm a city boy turned television producer, turned coffee roaster, and now I'm on stage here at Q Commons. It's really been a long, strange, and incredibly fulfilling journey. It starts, as so many things do, with just a thought. Um, I'm sure that there must be people out there who thought probably in your college days, I'm going to open the coolest coffee house ever. And we envision sitting and sipping espresso and conversing with our intelligent peers and listening to music and poetry. Well, for me, I began writing a business plan at a point where I was already 20 years into my uh, professional life in television. About six years later, after I had written the business plan, the opportunity finally presented itself. The perfect spot opened up in my hometown on the best possible street, on the right side of the street, next to the bike path. And it was, uh-oh, what am I going to do now? I had a career in television that I loved. I had tossed horseshoes with President Bush at Kennebunkport. I'd sat in Muhammad Ali's kitchen, just me and him, having a conversation, and helped produce shows at the White House under three different presidents. Now, however, was the opportunity that I'd talked about for years. I told my friends about it. I told my family about it. It was decision time. Was I going to walk the walk, or was I just all talk? I really pondered this life-changing moment, and as, and as I thought and prayed, three things came to mind. The first was my mom. She passed away about eight months prior to me making this decision, and this made me think about life, about what our lives mean on this earth. She was a wonderful, incredible person who cared about and cared for so many people. There were, there were and still remain many people whose lives she touched positively. Her impact on their lives was significant, sometimes life-altering. So I thought, that's the mark of a truly great life, that you leave something as much as you can for others to use and to grow with. The second factor in my decision was the fact that I, as Johnny said, I had been and still am a coach in girls' basketball. I had always coached to the notion that these young ladies can and should always affirm that they're striving for whatever they wish to achieve and then to reach for that goal, no matter how lofty, no matter what the obstacles were. I thought to myself, I've coached this philosophy for 15 years. If I weren't going to act on this, something that I had talked about for 20 years, then somehow I was just words. I was an empty shirt. How could I ever espouse that philosophy again without feeling like a hypocrite? The third factor, and probably the most significant, was right up here. I was, I was several years, well, several years earlier, I would started going back to church that I would sort of rejected the church I had grown up in. But I was going back to church now, and I was taking my daughter, and it just felt great. My spirituality was growing. And one day I was walking right up here, right down Center Street, um, with my best friend and somewhat of a spiritual mentor, and we were talking about this decision that was weighing on my mind. Should I leave a career that I loved, that I was really good at, paid well, good benefits to start up a new business in the worst economy in a generation? In that conversation, I had, I don't know, call it, a, call it a, an epiphany. I told her that in church, I'd always heard about people going on mission trips or that had special missions. I realized at that moment that this coffee house would and could be my mission, that I could use this brick-and-mortar shop to reach into the community and help others, and that, my friends, sealed the deal. Cafe Amori opened its doors less than one year later to, I must say, a less-than-resounding community welcome. 
One day after about three months, after we had opened our doors for three months, my manager and I were standing there. Our last customer had left about 15 minutes ago. It was a $2.25 cup of coffee. We went over and we checked sales. And yep, it was $2.25 more than it was the last time we checked sales. And that's when something else hit me. And something that once again goes back to my basketball coach training. And it's the words of legendary UCLA basketball coach John Wooden. Success is a peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction and knowing you did your best to become the best you are capable of becoming. He would go on to say that he would always tell his players, don't look at the scoreboard. If you can meet that definition, you were a success. The score would take care of itself. I told my manager from that day forward we would never look at sales during the day. That every time we looked at sales, we weren't doing something that we needed to do for our success. We weren't calibrating the espresso machine to pull the best possible espresso shot. We weren't sitting and planning and trying to figure out ways that we could better reach into the community to help others and help, uh, help the community. I told her that if at the end of the year we closed our doors, but we could look back and say, but we did a fundraiser for leukemia research to help one of our customers who had that disease, which we did. And we sent coffee to troops in Afghanistan which we did, and we did a myriad of other things that had gotten to the community that reached other people, which we did, then we would say that we were a success. So back to our original question. Can a business be successful focusing on quality, community, and sustainability instead of a steadfast adherence to the bottom line? Cafe Mori has been in existence for just under six years. From a business standpoint, we have never shown less than a 10% increase in month over previous year's month sales. Have we always maximized profits like I learned in business school? We should. No, absolutely not. But what we have done is we've reached into the community. We've reached people in different groups. Our Vienna Idol competition, now in its fifth year, has raised over $50,000 to fund scholarship programs and to fund research into SUDEP, which is sudden unexpected death from epilepsy, to which we lost a young lady from Madison High School who I had coached. We provide free coffee to parents who walk their kids to school every Wednesday to two local elementary schools. We were recently named the Virginia Green Restaurant of the Year. We've sent more coffee to our troops in Afghanistan. We did a coffee for coats campaign two years in a row, offering free coffee for coats that were donated to the homeless, over 200 coats in all. We host a family-friendly open mic every Saturday night where people of all ages come and play in a, in a warm and inviting and, and comfortable environment. We just did this past week a pay it forward campaign where customers came in and they, they bought drinks for random strangers and we donated a portion of those drinks to young girls in, in the coffee growing countries of Guatemala and Ethiopia. We have an incredible, wonderful young staff who as they're, as they're around all that we do and they, they're starting to see the business community relationship, hopefully are going to carry that forward in their lives and maybe make an impact themselves. We even have on staff a community outreach coordinator who is always looking for ways to, for us to positively impact the local community, to touch someone's life, perhaps in a way that changes their lives forever, just like my mom did. And that, my friends, to me, is called being a success. Thank you.